Welcome to Abiding Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget... You can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently airing a series on the Holy Spirit titled, The Missing Person. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. And we are on our third message of The Missing Person, a biblical search for the third person of the Trinity. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10, To another the working of miracles. Now, maybe you remember Acts 19, 11, and 12. This is kind of an interesting passage where Paul is in Ephesus and he's serving there, teaching daily in the school of Tyrannus. And this is what it says. Now God worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul. So the even handkerchiefs or aprons were brought from his body to the sick and diseases left them and evil spirits went out of them. Unusual miracles, opposed to the everyday average miracles that we see all the time. I guess, I don't know. But, you know, it's just a weird miracle. Not, not a normal thing, but Paul's, you know, he's just there working, and he's working during the day. He's teaching. He's wiping his head with sweat off his head. And, he, you know, people are swiping his rags and going and touching him to people, and people are being healed. You know, it's, it was the same thing. You know, the woman who touched Jesus' robe, she had an issue of blood for 12 years, and, and she was healed. Or the, Peter, as he walked down the street, people would even go to see if they, his shadow would fall on them. It's just this unusual thing, but a miracle, you know, something that would happen. And these would be things like the parting of the Red Sea, the sun stopping in Joshua's day, the sundial moving back in Hezekiah's day, the feeding of the 5,000, the feeding of the 4,000, and maybe you've read stories. There was a story about... Hate Ashbury, where they started, there was a bunch of Christians, you know, hippie Christians during the, the beginning of the Jesus movement. And they had this place called the living room and all these hippies would come in and they would share the gospel with them. And the, the lady, you know, the hippie woman, she made like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for like five people. And like all these people came in and they, everybody go back in the back room there. Everybody's grabbing a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and like hundreds of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches were served. And she went back and there was still enough for five people. You know, it's like the Lord just multiplied peanut butter and jelly, fishes and loaves, whatever it might be. But again, it's just a miracle. Working in miracles. And you see those things happening, you know, to missionaries like Bible smugglers. This is, you know, if, you've ever read, if you've ever read God's Smuggler with Brother Andrew, and he would fill his Volkswagen full of Bibles, and he would put Bibles on the seat just so that it had to be the Lord, and he would drive up to the gate, and sometimes the people would not even see him. Like the, the guards at the gate could not see his car or anything, and they would be yelling at the people behind him, drive up to the gate, drive up to the gate, and they're like, he's in our way. There's nobody here. You need to, and, and they'd like scream at him, and this guy's sitting there, and so he'd just drive through. And, and these other people would get in trouble because they were sitting there, you know, not moving back from the gate. And so, you know, God does the, things like that. To another, he says there in verse 10 again, to another prophecy. Prophecy, there's two types of prophecy. There's didactic prophecy or teaching prophecy, and there's predictive prophecy, meaning foretelling the future. And so this can mean, be like a warning, such as Paul, it says in every city, the Holy Spirit warned Paul 
about going to Jerusalem. So it's a warning, you know, don't go to Jerusalem, bad vibes there. And then there was a predictive prophecy. You remember Agabus, in very dramatic fashion, which we've talked about, grabbed Paul's belt and tied himself up on the ground. He's laying there on the ground. He's like, whoever owns this belt is going to be bound like this when he gets to Jerusalem. Predictive prophecy, you know, and so, hey, this is what's going to happen to you. Of course, Paul didn't seem to care. But also, pr- prophecy is for edification, for exhortation, and comfort to men. It tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 that when prophecy comes, it should exhort, meaning help you to move forward. It should edify, meaning build you up, and it should comfort. You know, and so if it's doom and gloom, <laughs> and it's, you know, it makes you feel you know, horrible, it's probably not legit, because it's to, for the edification of the body. You have to remember that. You know, sometimes people like to prophesy doom and gloom around people. Now, this is something that happened to me, and I don't, it, I wouldn't say that I, I normally would have this gift, so it's probably more of a gift of miracles at the time. But one time we were at a, it was a prayer meeting that we were at, and there's a Pentecostal lady that likes to come to our church every once in a while, and she's legit. She's a very odd lady, but she's legit. And she looks at me and she says, Brother, the Lord wants you to prophesy over everybody here tonight. And I was like, okay. And so just by faith, I just started laying my hands on people, me and my, one of our elders, and we started praying over them and speaking words over them. And this one lady, this is the most bizarre thing that's ever happened to me, I think. This one lady's there. She's brand new, never seen her before. I lay my hands on her, and all of a sudden I start to prophesy that she's going to go through some very dark times, that, you know, and I'm just, I'm like listening to myself. I'm like, this is horrible. What am I, what am I, stop it, stop it. You know, I'm just like, I couldn't believe what I was saying. And but at the end of it, I was like, but the Lord is going to be with you. So don't lose heart. Then I'm like, okay, she's never coming back to church again. I can't even believe that I just said all those things to her. She's, there's no way she's ever coming back. Well, anyway, Sunday comes and there she is. And I'm shocked to see her. I'm like uh, literally shocked to see her after what I just had said to her. And then Monday... I get a call, her house burnt down. And I went and talked to her and she's like, I had a dream. And she said, in the dream, she says, I was standing out on my porch and I saw two angels flying through the air. And one of them came down to me and he started speaking in, in a different tongue. And so I started speaking to him in a different tongue. And then she said, and then I realized something's wrong here. Something's really wrong here. And she says, I backed away and it, all of a sudden it just turned into this demon. And she woke up. She's like, freaky. And then she, she had this feeling, in two days, evil's going to visit me. She was out on her porch, lighting a fire in a fire pit thing, and something blew up against her house, and her house burnt down two days later. And then from that moment, for the next several months, it was like evil upon evil upon evil, just things, bad things happening to her. And she called me. And what was crazy is, I wouldn't have believed her had I not prayed for her. I wouldn't have believed her. I mean, the things that were coming down and the things people were calling me and telling me, I would have thought she was nuts. But the Lord spoke to me. And so when she called me, she's like, Pastor, I don't know what to do. And I said, you know what? Remember when I prayed for you? The Lord said that he would be with you. And she's like, oh, thank you. Comfort edification, exhortation. She knew that she could move forward because the Lord was with her. You know, and so I think that that whole thing was for that woman, that one woman. But the Lord does that. So the prophecy gives to people for the edification of the body. To another discerning of spirits. 
the gift of discernment allows you to know when, when something is not of God. Now, this is really ironic because one time we were doing a study through the gifts of the Spirit and we were having a prayer meeting. So I would just teach a little bit on the gifts of the Spirit and then we would pray. And while we're in the middle of this study, this guy walks in. And, you know, it just kind of made the hair on the back of your neck stand up. And he was from a different church. And I taught on the gifts of discernment. And one of the women there, she said, when I saw that guy come in the door, I knew that he was coming to take this other woman away. You know, it was a woman that was there that was visiting. And she said, I knew that he was there to take her away. So we kind of dismissed the thing. And he said he wanted to talk to us. And he, he was just super Pentecostal, did all this weird, creepy stuff said all these weird, creepy things, prophecies that never took place, never came to fruition, all this stuff. And and yet, it was ironic. We just taught him the gifts of the Spirit. One of the women there had a huge discernment about him. I did after I heard all the weird things, but that's pretty easy. After you start hearing somebody talk wacky, you know they're weird, but, but she knew. And so some people have that heart to know there's something off with this person. You saw that Peter did that with Ananias and Sapphira. He knew by the Spirit of God that they were lying about the, the gift that they were giving. He knew that about Simon Magus, the Simon, Simon the sorcerer. And so he had that gift of, of discernment. And, and so God gives you that, you know, when, it, when you're dealing with maybe a demon possession or just somebody whose heart's not in the right place. He gives you discernment. You know, he can give you discernment. Some people have that gift. And then he says to another, different kinds of tongues. Again, this is glossialia. This is a, a language that you have never been learned. You've never learned. And all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit gives you an utterance that is a language you've never learned. We're going to talk about this a little bit more when we get to chapter 14. But just to give you an explanation, he says, the, the gift of tongues to another, the interpretation of tongues. These are half gifts. If you have the gift of interpretation and nobody ever speaks in tongues around you, it doesn't do you any good. If you have the gift of tongues and there's nobody to interpret, it doesn't do any good within the church. If there's somebody to interpret so other people can understand, it can edify the church. However, there are times when you have the gift of tongues and you speak it out of obedience to the Lord and there's somebody who speaks that language and they hear it, then it's a witness or a sign to that person. And that's the main purpose of the gift. It tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, a gift of tongues is a sign to non-believers. And so that's the way it was used on the day of Pentecost. They all began to speak in tongues, the magnifying the wonderful works of God. Tongues is always a prayer. It's always to God, not to men. And he says that in chapter 14 as well. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208 365 0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmet.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.